From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Get your fucking diaper off. Yes. <laughs> Police are searching for the man who allegedly tried to take a woman's baby in Queens the other night. The man approached a 29-year-old woman while she was pushing her 10-month-old child in a stroller in the vicinity of 43rd Avenue and 111th Street in Cadona around 8.30 p.m. He then placed his hand on the stroller and demanded the woman give him her child. I guess he couldn't really get forceful about that demand. I mean, like, when I demand something, I want to be in the position, Thomas Palladino, to actually get what I want. Right. You know? Yeah. How do you steal a baby? Yeah. Because you could break it. I mean, you, you. Well, I guess it depends on what the end game is for the baby. Well, yeah. What's the idea with the baby exactly? Right. You're gonna sell it. You're gonna. Is it, I is mean, it like a, a voodoo sort of totem that they're gonna be doing some kind of ceremony with? Yeah. You know, a baby is like it's it's really like currency, isn't it? I mean, you have so many ways that you can convert it into something else that you want. Right. Or you know, you could just keep it as a baby. In which case, it becomes just a huge bill and headache. Right. That's a, the, the, that's what she intends to do. Waste it. <laughs> She's just wasting the baby. She's wasting the baby <laughs> when the victim refused and resisted the efforts the man fled Let's oh see, uh, and police obtained so where's the crime i don't really know they oh. they obtained surveillance surveillance footage of the man cops did uh, described to be in his 20s last seen wearing a gray sweatshirt and dark colored pants he's probably changed by now but mm. you know if you see somebody wearing that outfit <laughs> Be suspicious. Guard your baby. Dark babies. colored pants. Yeah. Look at anybody with dark colored pants. Just be like, get away from my baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, police uh, believe <laughs> that the would be baby snatcher was intoxicated at the time of the crime. And they want to arrest him before he strikes again. Mm. I mean, like when he drinks, he get he starts wanting a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I always wanted to eat a live baby. And, uh, well, we don't know what country this guy is from. He may, it may be wherever he comes from. It's like a delicacy. Like, like, like he grew up eating baby, and now he's here in the U.S. and it's just impossible to find like a good baby place. Hmm. Um. Interesting. So yeah, you can't get good baby in New York. <laughs> you can't get good baby. You know, they call it an international city, but, but it's not a true international city. Right. You can't get good baby. <laughs> you can't. Police said the would-be baby snatcher was drunk. I love that they. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why? Why he's not a would-be baby snatcher. Right. He, he's a he guy asked. who just—he's a panhandler, basically. <laughs> he just, instead of asking for a quarter, he—he he wanted a baby. Yeah, he's—he wants change, and he wants the kind of change that will come to him when he has a child. And it's like she said no, and he was like, "All right," and left. He's like. <sighs> I tried. Look, if you're going to resist, I'm going to just, I guess. I mean, I wonder if he even reached for the baby. I'm not hearing anything about that. I mean, like, think about think about it like this. If somebody asks you for a dollar and you tell them no and they say, okay, was a crime committed there? Was it? That's the exact thing the that you wonder. same thing. It seems as if asking for, what if I ask for a million dollars? Right. Do you have any investments that you might be able to let me, could I have your home? Right. How much for the wife? Uh you know, like all people, of these things, all these things are are not punishable. They're 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 strange requests that you will say no to. You know, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, you will he will be refused. Yes, but was there a crime committed? Yeah, the guy's just playing the long game, playing right. the odds. I right. mean, in this case of your child, it might be more like ninety nine times out of a hundred they'll refuse. Right, but you find that one parent yeah. who just has lucky, had it. Just be like, here, uh, uh, you know, you you asked, you you're asking here. 
It's all yours. And really, if, if it's a situation where they don't really want you to have the baby, but they're just so polite that mm. they start digging in their pockets, those types, like, yeah. and they're like, okay, I mean, I eh, guess. Nah, I can I always really, have another one. It would be, uh, oh, but it's a big ask. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do with it? That's none of your business, lady. Oh, okay. okay no, okay, I'm okay, not okay. being good judgmental point, or point. anything. This is a sentence that's in uh, <laughs> that's actually in uh, Pix Eleven here. It says, "To residents in Corona, it's a mystery why a man seen in surveillance video." That's a good sentence. That is wow, not good. That is a good. That seems like that was translated from the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I have seen him before," said Cynthia Aki, a passerby. It's weird. You're not supposed to do that. No. Okay. Wow. Hey, at least they know. You know, Corona is a heavily immigrant neighborhood. At least this woman knows that you're not supposed to do that. She's oh, absorbed some yes, American values. Exactly. They have a, you know, we always say they have a hard time sometimes when they come here, you know, assimilating. This woman has clearly assimilated to some extent. Yes, and that is appreciated. So we should so we should applaud that statement. We you don't just in America, they should put it in the guidebooks. You don't ask for people's, baby, ch people's right. children of any age, but mm -hmm. it's particularly not a baby. Right. Uh, to one person in the neighborhood, he looked familiar. I have seen this guy a few times in the neighborhood. He didn't want to give his name. Mm. Yeah, the poli <laughs> police should talk to this He's one. like, yeah, actually, that's uh, I know that dude. Yeah, that is... Uh, uh, Surveillance so video is taken from... A near they should, of course. Yeah, he mm. looked familiar. I'm sure that the cops must have spoken to the guy. <laughs> yes. Looks familiar? Nah, nah, we need a name. <laughs> 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 uh, now, uh, yeah, he, the guy's seen him around the neighborhood a few times. Uh, I, I wonder if he's. Uh, I wonder if he has kids. He must not have kids. Could, why would he want another one? Or maybe he only has one kid, and he needs somebody for the kid to play with. You know, when you get a dog, and right. and then you think like, oh, my woman will be satisfied with this dog, and then she has to get another dog to keep right. the other dog company. No, you're right. Then those dogs. There will be a third dog mm -hmm. necessary. I, I I got up to three in my marriage, and and, oh, I, and I was God. like, look, we're serious? not going. Yeah. Oh Jesus. At a time that was I I would that was the only virtually the only limit that I could set <laughs> on the dog on the number of dogs on the number of dogs. Oh, not only on the number, but on the uh, just on like she would get rid of one and replace them. Like uh, they were. It always had to be three. Once there was three, there was never going to be less than three. <laughs> Yeah. What, what kind of dogs? Well, let's see. We started off with uh, some sort of a mutt, and then we got, uh, I believe it was some kind of a Yorkie, but it wasn't like a, a show Yorkie or something. Right. He had floppy ears, one of those cute little floppy-eared kind of like Yorkie-looking dogs. Yeah. I like that dog was okay. And then we got a second one of those, and then we uh, to those we added um, at one time a Dalmatian, oh. which... <laughs> Indoors, we yeah. had an indoor Dalmatian, That's a problem. and they need they need their space. And we also uh, also had uh, various uh, two two different Chihuahuas. One with short oh, hair. No, no, no. One with no, long. No. no, they're terrible. I would no. That's a that is a absolute. That is a hard no. There will never be a Chihuahua in my life. Now is this this isn't just bigotry. They are a pain in the ass dog. It's mm -hmm. not just because they're Mexican. Right, they no. are. Uh, they they they're a little bit skits, and they um yeah. they, they don't you, bonding with them is weird because they seem to retain most of their like uh, independence mm. for a for a little dog. It's not really good, and they shake, 
and they oh, bark. That's so annoying. And, uh, the, the, the one terrible. Actually defecated on my video game console. Uh, and, and there's so much room in the house. Why choose that? That's already to... been defecated on, you know? <laughs> I mean, just defecate in a traditional space. But uh, I wonder if the other dogs like teamed up on him and they're like, no, 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 no. That's my shit. <laughs> you shit on the console. You get over there and shit on that. <sighs> it's uh, it, dogs. You know, are a different deal from babies, though. I mean, if you walked up to somebody and asked for their dog, oh my god, I'll, this would be this guy would be in prison yeah. right now. Yeah, right? they would have found him oh, oh, the day it happened. People definitely have a stronger reaction to to dogs being hurt than children. Mm. They really, really do. That's true. A woman throws a kid out of a window, and it's like, mm, wow, she was troubled. Uh, someone leaves their dog in a car for five minutes oh in the God. summer. They want them. They they, they compete to see yeah. who can come up with the most uh, strict punishment for them. Yeah. How much time? The, Prison. No. Execution. Mm. I mean, I'm telling it's you, too, they, it's too good for him. Execution would be too good for him. <laughs> Torture. He doesn't deserve. Rip his fingernails out first. <laughs> they. It's ridiculous because yeah. you, you can see that's what's going on. They just like compete. Uh, the the surveillance video is taken from a nearby bar after the failed baby snatching, <laughs> which is not a failed baby snatching. No. It was a, a successful but an uncompleted baby request. Right. You know. Yeah. I I just I, I baby I, snatching. I mean, he put his hand on the stroller. That's rude. Sure. But he probably had yelled her for her to stop a couple of times. Yeah. And she didn't. If if that's what I would <laughs> guess. <laughs> so what was he to do? Yeah. You got. You know, he's trying to get her attention. Yeah, he he needed to yeah. get her one stationary. Yeah. Second, listening to him. Yeah, and yeah. He, and that's what that accomplishes. I mean, if he had art of the deal successfully grabbed, if he had taken the stroller and started running down the block with it, and then was tackled, that would be an unsuccessful baby snatching. Yes, it would. It would, and and it would be potentially a crime. That is also a crime. Against the tackler. Against the tackler. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, true. Assault. Because we don't We're know what very... we don't know what the guy's intent it's was. It's true. He could have been trying to rescue that baby. He from... might have thought the baby was kidnapped by this yeah. woman. He has no idea if this we woman really is supposed context. to be with this baby. Yeah, right? It's, it's context. How does he know that she's supposed to have that baby? It's true. Sure, you're the mother. Yeah. You got any ID? Mm -hmm. um, citizens arrest. It's a real thing. Uh, the people who work inside El Gallo Negro the say he doesn't look familiar. El Gallo Negro. El Gallo. What's Gallo? Negro. The black. Gallo. <laughs> What's it? Oh, it's a black cat. The black cat. Gallo's That's gato. Cat. Oh. So, Maybe it's a different dialect of Spanish. It must be. Let me just, we, don't, we can Google Translate. Yeah. This is, this is the beauty of today's world. We don't have to ever wonder about anything. Yeah. The answer to every question is only a few keystrokes away. Yep. And uh, all you have to do is be able to successfully Operate type in. Computer. Yes. So uh, our Spanish-speaking friends are like going, come on, dude. <laughs> I um, took seven years of Spanish. You did? I did in high school. You were in, in high school seven years? Oh, no, high school and then two years of college. Sorry. How about this? Now, like, like since we're in Estonian here, let's do the Spanish thing first. To English is what we need, of course. The black rooster. Oh, the black rooster. The black rooster. Oh, kook. Kook is probably rooster. rooster. Are they all? El gallo negro. There we go. Black rooster. Good. The black, black rooster. rooster. The black rooster. Now, watch this. 12 months. Okay. In English to Estonian. 
Wow. If you ever need to talk about anything in Estonia that's 12 months, just tell him. <laughs> How did you find that? <laughs> that was sent by a uh, by a listener. And, wow. Uh, okay, I appreciate good. it. Yeah, like. Cox tastes good. Cox tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, look. <laughs> Just to, to, to wrap up our story here, uh, the, uh, you know, here one more witness. And, and I think that they're quoting an inordinate number of uh, witnesses here, personally. Heartless, uh, a man who just wanted mm. his first name used. His name is, I guess, uh, Mark, but it's Mark, Mark, Mark Q. Mark, Mark, I, Mark Key. There's no I. I see. Mark. 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 It's not Mark. It's Mark. Jesus. He told Pix11 News, I have three kids. I have seen uh, if I had seen this, I would have made a citizen's arrest. No. He would have made a citizen's arrest. Would you now? I don't know. I mean, you got three kids. I would have gladly given one of my kids. He, he, take take the, the little one. It is the biggest pain in my ass. We should have stopped after two. This is this is really this was a this is gonna save me a lot of trouble. And you know what's great about that is then the middle child gets upgraded to the baby so it's everybody like wins. everybody wins it's win 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 even the the older one has a one less person to smash down into yeah. obedience uh it, it is good for everybody so i suppose i should tell you that if you have any information about this guy in a green shirt and dark pants who goes around grabbing babies when he has a few drinks I wonder, I guess he gets a little bit, uh, you know, sentimental hey, hey, and hey, paternal. Baby. He's like, hey, I wanted to have a family. Could I have your baby? <laughs> 1-800-577-TIPS. You know the number. It is what? 1-800-577-TIPS. 1-800-577-847. 1-800-577-847. Seven, yes. For those of you that don't mm. know letters, we have to discuss quickly the the, the crime stats um, oh. that are much more, excuse me, compelling. Yeah. It's actually really, what do you call it, uh, vindicating. Yes, because, you vindicating. Know, because the numbers that they, well, no, no, no. Uh, felonies are down. Major felonies are down. In are, the this is basically a crime-free city, I've heard. Yeah. That, that we have no crime anymore. There's so little crime here, you'd think it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> As we did touch on yesterday for, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes or so. Uh, but I wanted to get your perspective on is is um, the reason they're able to claim that crime is down in the subways because it only focuses on stats tied to the serious felonies. And, and the reason they focus on those, obviously, because that goes into the crime index, their index crimes, and that is a... Uh, what you call a uh, crime rate sort of factor. Uh, they, you know, they're figuring the they want to be able to say, hey, you know, we're doing good. However, you know, the truth of it is, uh, a lot of these misdemeanors are a bit more uh, troublesome, and and than you might think. Also, right. um, the uh, the misdemeanors are up by twenty three percent, up by a quarter. Now, Weird. it's not legit that they are actually up twenty three percent in the misdemeanor department because a lot of these are downgraded felonies. Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like. Oh, it's strange that our felonies are suddenly on the on the decline, but so many more misdemeanors. How's hmm. Hmm, very How does strange. that work? Yeah. Well, the total number of crimes, uh, the total difference in the number of crimes, it does actually not. Uh, there's no way to call it a non-increase. It's it's uh, three thousand one hundred fifty-one subway. 
crimes, period, including felonies and misdemeanors, 3,151 through September 30th. That was in 2018, okay? In 2019, 3,493. So that's an increase of 10.9% a.k.a. 11%. So, yeah, that there is a, a definite increase in the number of overall crimes, and there's a 23% increase in these crimes, which are regarded as misdemeanors. But, hey, thank God, you know, you might get punched, you might get groped, you might, you know, have your lesser value phone taken from you. Yeah. But those people who have an expensive enough phone or an iPad or a backpack with a laptop in it that was stolen, and this shit can be proven to cost over a certain amount now. Those down. Those are down. Oh, wow. People, Weird. People having their computers stolen and yeah. shit, or yeah. you know, expensive jewelry. Right. All this stuff is very hard to add up, and so when they're trying to figure out, is this a felony or misdemeanor? Nah. I think it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that laptop was probably... You're exaggerating in the price. What's the true value? Yeah. I mean, resale? There's so many ways to ascertain the price no, of something. It's, it's a year old. You probably had a cracked screen. I paid like... 3500 for it. It was in mint condition. Well, of course you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real here. Hey, I mean, Come you on. know, Let's... look, I wasn't born yesterday. Uh, so that's that's an issue, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so actually, what we're seeing is a lot more violence, intimidation, harass. Now, harassment, harassment is way up, and as uh, we talked about yesterday, attacks on the the people running the trains up by forty percent, almost forty percent. Assaults against transit workers are up about forty percent. Wow, that's that's you a see, lot. That's an interesting statistic for for a reason, because the political establishment, the Democrat political establishment in New York, depends so heavily on the unions that. All yeah. of the other, all of the other stats are basically meaningless as far as any kind of political action being taken because they don't give a shit. But when you're looking at these people that are a part of a very powerful union and a very powerful union that supports the Democrats and has a lot of influence with the political establishment in New York, right. you are looking at something that could potentially move the needle on whether or not anybody actually says something with any kind of weight behind it, uh, you know, because these are these are union members, these are MTA workers, yes, uh, a core constituency. They don't care uh, about so much about your no broken not phone, at all no, but but they care about somebody who's running the train if they get a, if they get a black eye or a scratch exactly no. because this could you know if that is up if that is up forty percent then that's a very interesting t- statistic, you and think it's very that, interesting to see what happens. Do, well, do you think that's the kind of thing that might lead the governor to add 500 new police officers no. to the subway? No, I don't. I don't you, think you don't that, think that that was the factor? No, I don't. What was uh, the you know factor then? Because he yeah. has done that. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's, he's recommending it. He, he he did 500, yes, then yes. and then he did another 500. Well, there you go. Well, that's why they were that's marching in Harlem yesterday. Oh. Because they don't want 500 they new don't, cops. Yeah, they don't want... The, yeah, that. Oh, that's right. That was the whole thing about they don't want uh, to turn the, the subways into a police state and... Which... You know... Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that is. Then that, that actually then adds up because well, if these if the attacks on the union members mm-hmm. uh, are up 40%, that is the kind of thing that would get the governor to actually, mm. to actually mm. you know pour a little bit more resources into security on the subway. Admit that there is Admit an issue. There may actually be an issue. But and the only issue being, yeah, I got the union up my of ass. Co- right. That, and when of I got to keep them on that's my the side. Only, and that's the only issue, is uh-huh. that the union's up his ass. Of so course. keep that in mind. It's not as if Cuomo has this law and order no. agenda. And the funny thing is, 
Cuomo is going to be bitten the ass for this because, as you said, they're protesting it. Yeah. Uh, so next election cycle, you're going to see the AOC constituency and the further left constituencies in New York um, work very, very hard to put somebody in the governor uh, ship that is going to be far more aligned with a Bill de Blasio slash AOC type. Um, that, you know, because they, they don't want any law. Like, let's just, let they don't want any law. They don't want police. They don't believe that police should exist. They don't believe that jails should exist. They don't believe in any real form of law. They are, they want to get into these positions of power, whether it's mayor, governor, district attorney, whatever, because, because they see it as their role to dismantle the laws that exist, not to help enforce the laws or protect people's safety. That's yeah. not what it. That's, that's not true. what they're there for. Yeah, and it's fascinating, isn't it? Because you go, what is their overall? What's their eventual? And why? Why would they want that? And a lot of people wonder that. Why do they want a lawless situation like that? Is it? Is well, it to, because they want everyone? To, in the city to be on edge, insecure, fearful, it's, it's and, and and willing to oh, oh just the, uh, the social it's, justice it's social aspect. Ju- it's, it's social justice revenge, and it's power consolidation. If only the cops would get out of the way, if we could have cop- a more that's, just situation. That's exactly right. They, you see, they it's it's not right to say that they don't want cops. They want cops that they can control to do their to exercise their political will. Uh-huh. So the first step of this is to get into these positions of power, whether it's governor, DA, mayor, what you know, city council, all of that. Uh-huh. Dismantle the systems that already are in place, demoralize the people like you and me and my mother and the police that are already on the force. Yeah, passing which, laws if you say illegal alien, it's a quarter million dollars, right. stuff like that. It, it, it is. You about, can't even say anything. You anymore. can't even say it. No. So it's about demoralization in order to move people like us out. So. The more cops quit the force in frustration, the more they're demoralized, the more opportunity they have to move their own ideologues into the police. And then the police can be used as a tool for the kind of political enforcement that they are actually interested in. This does not usually have a happy ending. Supermajority as far as the uh, government goes. So really, they just, all they need is the actual physical power. They just need to get everybody else out of the way. They just need to get, and it's, you know, if you look at San Francisco, the guy that just won in San Francisco for San Francisco DA, are you aware of this guy? Uh, No. Okay, guy just won for San Francisco. You should should look him up. Oh, wait, no, 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 I do. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I know. He's connected to uh, Soros. It's Uh, actually worse than that. Here's here's his here's his whole story. He was uh, oh no 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 I know his parents were cop killers. Yes, his parents were cop killers. Yes, he was raised by Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. Uh, no, he was yes. raised he was raised by Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. Yeah, his parents were cop killers. Just one in San Francisco for San Francisco DA. He went to Yale and then went uh, to England on a Rhodes scholarship. Oh, he sounds educated. Before. Becoming an advisor to Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. He was an advisor to Hugo Chavez in Venezuela for several years. Rubbing shoulders with heads of state. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he is a full-on communist. He is he is an actual communist. Otherwise, Chavez wouldn't hang out Other, with him. Yes. And, and no, he's he is an admitted communist. And now he is the district attorney of San Francisco. So there's a literal communist a district literal, attorney. A literal communist whose parents were cop killers 
who worked actually for Hugo Chavez, is now the district attorney of San Francisco. How could a man like that fail to be elected in that city? And that's exactly know? right. He had and everything his, going for him. And his platform the whole way through was literally to dismantle, decriminalize, and... Don't smoke crack. I have to agree with you. Undo whatever... Imper- what they call imperialist or oppressive structures uh, exist in law enforcement. So, so this is this is the this is the end game. Yeah. If you want to see what New York is headed to, just look at San Francisco because right. San Francisco is New York, just five years removed. Five years. Yeah. And I must be leaving. I'm afraid <laughs> uh, yeah. because San Francisco looks really terrible. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't seem as if it's a place that people want to no. be. And people that are no. there. I know a guy who moved recently from San Francisco to New York City, and he said it's it's not only is it crazy there, and not only is it filthy, uh, and and not only are the people just insufferable, but it's insanely expensive. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, they don't build housing, so so ever so the price of whatever whatever hovel you'll be able to get your foot in the door of, you it will cost you know millions of dollars because they because they don't want to enrich developers. So uh. developers and landlords cannot be empowered and enriched, so they put a moratorium on new construction, and of course that means that everything becomes fabulously expensive, and you have this really weird situation where you have unbelievably expensive real estate. Um, amongst an absolutely lawless sort of, you know, you know, if you look at a third world country, you look at something like Rio, you know, you have, you have favelas right, you know, down the road from very expensive real estate and very wealthy people. And it, and it is, and, and that is really the, the direction that California as a whole and San Francisco in particular is headed to, um, is, you know, they're going to build favelas because like, you could already see it you could already see they're talking about temporary I, I'm sorry. I don't know what a favela is oh you um look, look it up you, you you know what it is oh it is the kind of temporary housing for the homeless that just ends up building on top of each other what you know a favela is a uh, you see the favelas it's a unique uh, low and middle income uh, and unregulated type of slum neighborhood Mm-hmm. That has experienced historical government neglect. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes. Yeah. So what they do oh, look is at the picture. That looks really see, good. Right. So what they do is wow, it's really interesting. They take all of the poor people and they put them basically into these shanty towns, and they live in these shanty towns. And oh that's, boy, that is very shanty. And and California has already started this because they're talking about building, you know, quote unquote, temporary homeless houses. Temporary, oh no te- such thing. you know, prefab temporary housing, and then never agree know, to something temporary. Ten thousand of them, fifteen thousand of of these temporary structures, all piled one on top of each other, looks a hell of a lot like what this looks like, and that is the direction. It's all off at at various angles, and and yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. it, in a way, it's very uh, it, it's very interesting looking. It looks, oh, it's very interesting. I mean, it, you go it to looks, Brazil, the- it looks less like 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 sort of a housing area and right. more like some sort of a housing blister that has just swollen up out of the ground you know yeah it looks yeah. like a naturally occurring uh disease like mange mm-hmm. or something yes wow, what exactly an interesting right. thing yeah yeah that is like and that's like uh what i, I let's kind of i want to recap just to make sure that, that anybody who had any confusion about this process that you're describing mm-hmm. uh now because it's it, it seems a little far-fetched and hard to believe particularly for people who are used to kind of uh hearing uh, what they considered to be an alarmist or overreaction, uh, an, an alarmist reaction to, you know, leftist politics in general. And, and 
with as much as possible avoiding any i mean i the political slant of it right. although it's it's you know because it isn't this isn't a left right thing it's not even like a uh, no. like oh we uh, have a have an agenda a political agenda this is like something that's observable that is a, a very dangerous situation and and will fundamentally alter the way people live their lives so mm -hmm. they they want fewer cops and less enforcement in the subway because it's uh, they want to encourage a, a social justice kind of a lawlessness and they're advocating for the people who want that. And um, in the process of doing that, uh, they're also they would like for the trains to be free because that will just create, or really they would like to have something that they're demanding all right. the time, right? And that's a rallying cry. It's a constant it, pressure. I mean, and that's one of the one of Alinsky's rules for radicals is to is to always be demanding something. Yes, always be demanding. Always be demanding. Yes. Wow, and and that is like uh, that. We have seen your, right. nothing but that. Right. We have keep seen your, that all the keep time. Keep your adversaries. On, constantly on the defensive yes. by always demanding something. For instance, uh, once gay marriage was right. consummated as, a, as an absolute right, mm -hmm. then, you know, that's when the trans stuff became a popular thing. Yeah, cause it, And it was just dropped in as the new issue. Of people course. are like, oh, now we're, okay, that's okay, what we're doing now? now? Yes. All right. And people are very, they, they unwittingly sort of, and now they shut down public debate by, you know, you're clearly anybody who opposes what we're doing is a racist and they're transphobic and, mm -hmm. and anti-immigrant and stuff like that. And so that's how they shut you down as far as your speech goes. Mm -hmm. And going so far as to when somebody has said something like this, to get them fired, to ruin them socially, right. Right. to ruin them professionally, right. to ruin their lives. Right. And, uh, you know, the same with, uh, to a lesser extent, the Me Too movement, I think. I think all these movements work together. Of course they do. Now, it's all part of the same structure. Now, uh, so so then they, as far as like getting the cops to do what they want them to do, they already have that right. to a degree. Sure. Because, you know, de Blasio and, and guys like Ted Wheeler in mm -hmm. Portland, they run the police their way right. and they're accountable to no one. Of course. And, uh, you know, the mayor is only accountable to the people of New York, but the people of New York are strangely mostly on board with these kinds of things. So enough people in New York are the, the, you see, the, the politics in New York are very interesting uh, because very few people in New York actually vote. So the but the thing is, the the mayor has such a dedicated block of voters, a constituency that they know they can turn out for any election at any given time that will guarantee them a win as long as enough of the other side simply stays home. Well, you know, they had the smallest turnout yeah. of any election in New York City of all time for the last uh, mayoral election. Ma yeah, for the yeah. last mayoral election, mm -hmm. yes. And, you know, there there are reasons for that. You know, the Republican Party in New York being a disaster. And, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of reasons for that. Sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, the the Democrats or the left in New York has very, very shrewdly managed to consolidate power in such a way. And this is what they do everywhere. Once they reach a critical mass, once they reach this certain point where they feel like they have the overall advantage in terms of elections. One of the first things they do is consolidate power and make it impossible for anybody else to actually to actually run. And by that mean and that means getting people into the board of elections. That means opening up elections to all kinds of 
fraud, whether it's early voting, on-site, you know, no, no voter ID, what, whatever that they can do to make sure that the elections can get manipulated in the way that they need them to be manipulated, that's the, that is what they do. You know, I, I say this a lot. It's like when, it, when Democrats take over a place, there are plenty of places in the country that you can say a Republican just can't win. Like you could look at San Francisco, you could look at New York, you could look at LA, you can look at, you know, Chicago, and you can say with confidence, a Republican can never win there. No matter who you put up there, no matter how much money they spend, a Republican can never win. Is there any place in the country that you can say a Democrat can never win? There certainly aren't. Exactly. And that shows you the difference between how Democrats operate the the municipalities or the governments that they get control that they finally manage to get control of yeah. once they get control of they ensure that nobody no matter what they do no matter how bad it gets no matter how dissatisfied no matter how crazy it looks from the outside they ma- they make sure that nobody will ever win again and republicans do not do that and that right in and of itself should tell you kind of who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. That's entirely clear. Uh, now I'm going to say to our listeners in Australia and in Norway, even South Africa, wow. and in Finland, Finland, we are uh, the number 102 yeah, comedy podcast. Mm. Thanks, guys. Appreciate mm. that. Share with a friend. Maybe we can make it to 99, you know, crack that top hundred. We have <laughs> in the past. Uh, and in uh, the Czech Republic, looks like this week we're down 32 positions oh, to no. 153. Oh, still no. in the top 200. South Africa, we are the number 54 comedy podcast in South Africa. Wow. And we are the number 62 comedy podcast. Down from 17. So we were way, way up there in Norway oh. uh, before. So, uh, yeah, I see a lot of these numbers slipping you know, week in, week out. Um, I want to say hi to everybody in Sweden because we have great fans in Sweden. Thank you for listening. Hmm. Much appreciated. Thank you for... Uh, <laughs> one of them sent me an Epstein didn't kill himself uh, sweater, like a picture of one, you know, a Christmas sweater. <laughs> so great. So thanks that for that. Good. Thanks for being in touch. And and by the way, just share with a friend, wherever you are, share it with somebody that you uh, actually like and who will like the show. Don't share it with somebody who's going to hate it because I'm trying to minimize these... Uh, uh, reviews uh, that are that are you know four stars or less for frankly to me a four star review almost as bad as a one star review because like why would you do, if you like the show enough to go rank it if you like the show enough to go rank it give make it, the, it five give the fifth star five is is great yeah I'm not saying like you know don't give me your honest whatever but give it to me privately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it between us. Uh, no, we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to secure a rank review. You can say whatever you want. I appreciate the fact that you're even listening. So ignore, uh, to a certain degree, some of these things I said. <laughs> because I don't want to be, you know, I can't control so you. I don't be you do what you want. Well, we have independent thinkers. That is, and I think that worldwide, as people listen to the show we're doing, and now they can say sometimes, wow, this is what it looks like. Uh, you know, now we can sort of watch communism uh, <laughs> take over a country. Right. We're in a certain stage of it. Right. And like on a local level, you know, that's the way it goes. Now, what we're going to do, we're all out of time for this episode. We will be, uh, you know, uh, resuming a, a conversation about crime in the very near future. Imagine that you didn't enjoy this show. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Thomas Palladino. Thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.
Cox State School.